love Kyle. Uh, Michael finds like a crystal dildo? Uh-huh. Yep. That is what I wrote <laughs> in my notes. Hello and welcome to Pass the Hot Sauce, a Roswell podcast. I'm Aliza Ora. And I'm Lorena Rose, and we're here to talk about every episode of the 1999 WB series Roswell, one episode at a time and spoiler free. Today, we will be discussing season two, episode 19, Baby, It's You. According to IMDb, this is the one where Liz continues to pursue her theory that Alex's accident was caused by an alien. Maria joins her investigation and they discover that Alex was at the University of New Mexico in Las Cruces instead of Sweden. This is a long one, you guys. So Liz and Maria head to the university to find out what Alex was doing there, and Michael follows them. After an intimate night together, Tess tells Max she's pregnant and forces him to consider their future. Ooh. So this episode um, originally aired on May 7th in 2001. It was written by Jason Kadams, Lisa Klink, and Garrett Lerner. And the director was Rodney Charters. Uh, Rodney Charters has worked on many, many TV shows. Um, He's directed the pilot of a few shows, um, like Nashville. I feel like that's a niche to, like, specifically be hired to do pilots. Nashville, he only directed the pilot. Uh, This show, Alphas, that I liked and watched many years ago, only directed the pilot. Hmm. Um, He directed a bunch of episodes of 24, Dallas, Shameless... Um, a bunch of episodes of Roswell. Actually, he directed 19 episodes of Roswell. Oh, wow. Um, he also directed Cry Your Name, Heart of Mine, Viva Las Vegas, a lot of them. Meet the Dupes, Wipeout Harvest, Summer of 47, which is a, a big fan favorite. Mm-hmm. So he's been all over television in general, but especially Roswell. Nice. So shall we get into it? We shall. Again, with this weird cold open that, like, I'm starting to get used to. I know, me too. I don't like it. I'm getting used to it, but I still don't like it. So, like, the main points, I feel like, of this cold open are that Maria still considers it an accident. Mm -hmm. Liz considers it a murder. And it's causing a rift between Max and Liz. And that tess and max kissed but it was just one kiss it's probably no big deal right yeah and then we go straight to uh max and tess naked in the observatory having Mm -hmm. fallen having fallen asleep there yep again where are all the people who work at this observatory security guards at this very expensive telescope no there's no way no way there wouldn't be 24-hour security and then when they wake up, Tess looks like very happy and content, and um, Max is looking in a little bit not so happy. Yeah, he has a lot to process. Yeah, I f- I mean I'm sure a part of him, a big part of him, probably still has feelings for Liz. Oh, I'm sure. And I feel like Tess is, and I hate the this term and this concept, but like a a rebound that like. Mm-hmm. You know, he's still not really over Liz and got involved with Tess, like, because of this complicated history and destiny and all that. Mm-hmm. That's what I think anyway. I, you know, I think that that's what drove him to Tess more than, like, because he had a crush on her or anything like that. Yeah, he just knows there's all this history, even if he doesn't remember it all clearly. Yeah. So I cannot tell what time of day it is. Like, is it yeah, no. morning? It's not, like, fully morning, but it looks like it's kind of light outside. Maybe it's, I don't know, pre-dawn? Yeah, that's what I'm guessing. Because, like, you know, Kyle's still in bed, like, Jim is in his PJs. Yeah. I love the moment, though, with, like, so Max and Tess think they're, like, sneaking in and whispering, and we just see Kyle, like, <laughs> peeking up from under the blanket. I love just, it. Just, like, his little eyes peeking up. And, like, peering out. So um, cute. Yeah. It's a cute little I mean, moment. they know, or at least Tess knows, that he sleeps on the couch. Yeah, because she has his bedroom, so yeah. he's obviously... <laughs> Forever is such a nice thing that he did. Yeah. And, and continues to do. I mean, he sleeps on the couch every night. Mm-hmm. It's not like he gave her his room and that's in the past. Like, it's still... It affects him every day, you know? Yeah. He's the best. Yeah. This is a good Kyle episode. 
I love Kyle. <laughs> it is a good Kyle episode. It really is. It's a good a few people episode. Mm-hmm. It's it's a good episode. Honestly, this is a good episode. Yeah, I like this episode too. I 100% just forgot about looking for laughs. So like I have no idea how many times people <laughs> how many times people laughed in this episode. I'm so sorry. Uh, it's okay. I don't I don't remember any standing out at me and I do I'm not as on top of noticing them as you are, but I do um notice yeah, them more. Yeah, I feel more. like it would have stood out, right? Yeah, I think there maybe there just aren't Whatever. any. But there was still some funny stuff going on in this yes. episode. Some stuff that um, made us laugh. So they kiss. He gives mm-hmm. his her goodbye. And uh one of our one of our few responsible adults mm-hmm. comes out being like, Where the hell have you been? Because yeah. like he actually did notice that she was gone. Like a good dad would if your kid didn't show up, you know, for not yeah. just you know, so it wasn't even days on end. It was only like an evening and he noticed she wasn't gone. Yeah. What a yeah. what a good foster dad. And like we did find out that like there were more scenes with parents. They were more involved. They just got cut. But I still like this trope of us giving the adults of Roswell yes, shit. So I will continue. Time. Thank you. <laughs> yes. So there was something in this scene that I noticed that I don't remember ever noticing before. We get like a wider pan out of sort of like the kitchen dining or the I guess mm-hmm. the dining area surrounding the door. And we've like seen that green checked wallpaper a bunch of times. But yeah. like up on the top like border of the wall is all these like decorative plates that I've never I don't think we've ever had this sort of <laughs> angle of the kitchen before. And I feel like it. I mean, it must be a decorative element that like was there from what? when Mrs. Valenti lived in the yeah. home and they just like never redecorated or anything when she left. Yeah, I bet. I did not notice that. Yeah, it's like I we didn't get a good enough shot of them to like see what was on the decorative plates, but it was definitely like all these like a border of decorative china um yeah. in the dining room, which I thought was an interesting choice. Huh. But yeah, anyway. Uh, just had never noticed it before. You yeah, know, now, thanks for pointing now that, that the, out. Now that the Valentis seem to have a consistent home. Yeah, they seem to have settled. So yeah, Max leaves, whatever, and Tess goes in her room and uh-oh, she feels something in her belly. Oh my god, what could it be? FYI, for anyone human who is listening, this is not how our pregnancies work. No, You it's do not, not just feel pregnant the day after you had sex yeah not even like the the day it's like hours after it's not even a whole right. day after. right yet. no you're right it's like <laughs> a few hours yeah but she's not human so you know yeah we can give them the benefit of the doubt on that and then we have our like theme music opening thing so after our credits we end up in the deluca household and it is the middle of the night because Liz is not sleeping these days. No, she is not. <laughs> but she's about to get Maria on board with her. I mean, I was about mm-hmm. to say conspiracy theory, but it's not really a conspiracy theory anymore. She has proof it's now. Not. Yeah. Yeah. And she, you know, shares with Maria all her findings about the building mm-hmm. in the picture that was torn down in 1994. And Maria is like really convinced by this. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, so where was he? Like, if he wasn't in Sweden, where was he? And he wasn't in Roswell. Yeah. And who is Leanna? Is she an alien? Is she an alien hunter? Is she... Yeah. Who knows? Right. We're about to find out, though. So not only is there a rift between Liz and Max, but there's also this painfully, like, awkward and uncomfortable and Mm anger-filled rift between Isabel and Max. Yes. There's, like, just so much anger in it. Yes. And... I mean, Max in this scene, I mean, we all know Max is not my favorite character, but I just, I just don't feel sympathy for him here when Isabel is, nope, is treating him like shit. Oh, he deserves to be treated that way. He came to her thinking what? That she would like comfort him? Why would he think that? Which is exactly what she says to him. She's like, what, you, my feelings don't matter to you, so mm-hmm. why, why should yours matter to me? This is not my fucking problem. Like, you yeah. treat everybody like shit, and it's not my problem. He tells her he slept with Tess, and, like, she doesn't give a shit. Yeah. But 
you know what I appreciate? I think throughout the, all of this episode is that nobody said made love. <laughs> they said, like, sex. They actually said the word sex. Yes. Mm-hmm. Isabel in this scene is like, you slept with her? Like, yes, these are fine phrases to use. Made love is not a fine phrase unless you're, like, you know, from, like, the 1950s. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, so in the hallway at school, I think, is our next yes. scene. Yes, yep, yep. Um, And Tess is like, you know, Max, I have something to tell you. But then Michael comes up and inter- interrupts. And Max is so awkward. Why so is he weird. so awkward? I don't even understand why this is like a plot point. In because the, he's it, just like so weird about having had sex. I guess. I mean, I kind of, I kind of thought he and Liz had had sex by now, but maybe they hadn't. No, yeah, I don't think they did. Yeah, there's just like a few times where we like kind of get the impression that maybe they did, but I guess they just like fell asleep next to each other chastely after a makeout. Yeah, like I think that is what it is. Um, my favorite part of this awkward interaction is when, you know, he's like, we were talking and Michael's like, uh, all right, later. And Max responds, great. <laughs> great. Like, all right, later. Great. So awkward. So incredibly um, awkward. And then, yeah, and then Max and Tess are standing there and like, Michael, Isabel, and Kyle are all just standing like a couple yards away, just, just staring, staring at them. Staring at them. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. But I guess they're trying to show us that, like, Max and Tess are more publicly together now. Mm-hmm. You know, he takes her hand in the hallway. Like, people are seeing them being coupley. Yeah. And I mean, I guess, obviously, Kyle knows something happened, and he told Isabel that they slept together. So I guess, I mean, Michael's the only one in that group that hasn't explicitly, you know, discovered that information. Right. Uh, I love this next scene, Out on the Bleachers. And Isabel is out there just kind of, like, looking out over Alex's memorial, and Kyle brings mm-hmm. her a cup of coffee. So sweet. Kyle is just so thoughtful. Mm-hmm. I want to marry him. Buddhism has really done wonders for his temperament. For real, it really has. Even though he, like, tries to use Buddha as an excuse for some things in this episode that I'm like, I'm not sure Buddha would appreciate that. I but, mean, hey. he... <laughs> He has more or less done that a little bit the whole season. Oh, but, yeah, for sure. But, you know, it's much... It, I like this Kyle much better than, like, the angry Kyle of season one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, this this guy is awesome. I know, Kyle, who mistreated our one and only Vicky Delaney. Mm-hmm. Lest we forget. Vicky, this is for you. <laughs> Must have been a man who your part I hope Kyle didn't break your heart Vicky Delaney we won't forget you and thus starts this fantastic pairing yes of Isabel and Kyle yeah that we haven't really seen them as a pairing in this series yet No, and and it's fun to watch them together. Yeah, and get into some mischief together throughout the episode. And it's good for her, Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah, I think it takes her mind off things. And to have someone that is not about, like, the drama and is not related to too closely to, like, this loss, you know, all Mm -hmm. this stuff, horrible stuff that happened. And he says, he's like, stop the doom and gloom. You know, he's like, have some fun. Your powers, you could have so much fun with them. Yeah. And the first idea that he has for fun (laughs) is to have Isabel help him dreamwalk into the dreams of a Playboy bunny. Mm Mm-hmm. The Playboy Playmates of the Year. Jodie Ann Patterson. Yes. So Jodie Ann Patterson is, this is actually her. Um, And she was a Playboy model? Yes. Yep. Mm. She was also uh, in pageants. And a model and uh, was in was also an actress in a few different things. She was in Dude, Where's My Car? Which, like, I'll have to rewatch to see which part she's in. Because I definitely saw that movie too many times when I was, like, in middle school. <laughs> I love that, like, her dream, first of all, is spinning. Yeah. Um, but I also love that 
he approaches her in her like spinning dream and she's like this is a private gym yeah (laughs) (laughs) that her dream is just being in a private spin gym with with chocolate cake dangling in front of her as inspiration as inspiration the chocolate cake that she really wants to eat and very much enjoyed eating yes she did i also really liked you know because isabel is like okay like this has gone too far because he's like about to like lead her to the showers and isabel's like no (laughs) no so we're not going there he gets mad obviously and he's like no no no, like let's go let's please take me back in and she's like i don't want to see that and so kyle goes then bring a book yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh kyle he also I, like, honestly don't remember the context, but he does bring up a Buddha quote that is, some of us are born with stones and some of us are born with jewels, but the most fulfilled of us are those who are born with stones and turn them into jewels. Yes. Which is a beautiful sentiment. Mm -hmm. I think he says that to her when they're still on the bleachers, trying to, as a way of convincing her to have fun. I don't think so. Or no, is it after she's broken, broken him out of the... Out of the it's spin after dream? the dream. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't remember why he said that, but <laughs> it is a beautiful sentiment, except you have to understand that, like, not all stones are the same. And some people's stones can be turned into jewels more easily than others. Yes, this is very true. Just saying, if we're using that kind of analogy, like, recognize that yeah. it's still harder from pe- for some people to get to the point of a jewel. Mm-hmm. So I think Maria's... Is where we are mm-hmm. next, where, excuse me, but she's using an old iMac. <laughs> yeah, she is. Or iBook. I think it was an iBook. Yeah, I think it's before they were even called iMacs. No, I think I think there were iMacs oh, at the yeah, time, yeah. but that the iMacs were like the desktop ones. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think that were the same, like with the like kind of see-through colorful yes. plastic. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. I also love her sparkly Union Jack tank top in this scene yeah so good like very time accurate yes i think like this is the area era that like right after the spice girls and like yep yep so i for i did not catch what she was looking at i felt like it happened really quickly i had to rewind a couple times that it's like that it it's an email right that he sent to her when he was supposedly in in sweden yeah, that's what I thought, too. That Okay. Mm-hmm. And then she goes to this nerd guy, Derek, maybe? Uh, yes. To track Yeah, it. Derek. I wrote down his name a little later on. And and he's like, you're Liz Parker's friend, right? And I didn't get that. Well, he knows Liz Parker because she's nerdy, too. Well, also, Liz has already asked him about stuff. Remember? In the last episode? Oh, Liz yeah. Liz started asking. Yeah, okay. that's who she was asking about the binary code. So he knows that. Yeah. But also, like, how big is the school? I mean, I guess even if it doesn't have to be that big of a school for you to not really know everybody. I mean, yeah, but I feel like Roswell is not that big of a town, at least from, like, what we've seen of it. It's, like, doesn't seem like that big. And this is West Roswell High. Yeah. So, like, how many kids can it really have if it's not even all the teenagers in Roswell? (laughs) Who knows? Anyway, yeah. So he does not know... He does not know Liz or Maria personally, but he is more than happy to help Maria do illegal things. Yes. He's like, it's illegal. She goes, and? And? Uh, and that's like enough for him. Yeah, he's, he's like, like, okay. All right. Uh, the park. Things are awkward with Tess and Max. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, you seem quiet. He goes, I'm not. Yeah. That's not a something that like... <laughs> I'm not quiet. If you haven't been talking, then, then yes, you then are you quiet. Then you are quiet. You can't just say I'm not. I also love how awkward he is when she's like, now isn't the time to be pulling away from me. So as if to be like, I'm not <laughs> pulling away from you. He leans over and puts his arm around her like in the yeah. most awkward way possible. Like forced. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. It's so weird. Max, get your shit together. And then here is where we officially find out that Tess is prego. And it's funny because, like, before that, even, you know, he's like, what happened has implications. You know, he's, like, kind of talking about, like, that sex is a big deal and mm-hmm. whatever and, like, doesn't even know. Yeah. That she's, that, like, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. is a big deal. <laughs> People can get pregnant. Aliens can get pregnant. Even aliens. Mm-hmm. And also, like, I have to say, her skin 
is like porcelain. Yes. It's unreal. She just like, it's just, it's just so beautiful. She's just so beautiful. Just like not a flaw on it. Mm-hmm. It's wild. And back at the Valenti house, so it's a little unclear how much later this is because they were hanging out together, uh, Max and Tess, and now Tess is back at the house. But Liz... Well, and Max is there too. Well, he walks in. I, it seems like he walks in from outside, though. Oh, I thought he walked in from, like, another room. Oh, okay. I guess that's possible. I I have the impression he walked in from outside, but I could be very wrong. Um, but yeah, Liz wants to Liz wants to hit Tess up to talk about her powers. Real slick. Although I do genuinely believe her that she's just trying to research. Yeah. So Max comes in and she's like, nothing, nothing. We were just talking. Mm-hmm. And Max... Is, you know, being dramatic. So dramatic. Oh, so Tess killed Alex. And even Tess is like, no, Max, she didn't say that. Yeah. Max is not hearing it. He's uh, being an overbearing asshole again. Oh, and he says when Kyle says, like, oh, she was with me. Max says, an alibi from one of your own. Yeah. So, like, it's not just a rift between Max and Liz. As we saw, what was it, last episode. It's aliens versus humans. Yeah. I mean, and I feel like they really... I mean, Max is making it impossible not to choose sides, the way that he's behaving. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I do appreciate that, like, Tess did speak up Mm -hmm. for Liz and was like, no, that's not what's happening here. Yeah. We're just having a conversation. Yeah. So we head back to Liz's place and Liz is chilling out on her sweet little patio and Maria shows up and uh, with the help of Derek and his nerdness... She managed to get the email decoded and find out that uh, Alex was in Las Cruces, New Mexico, which is not too far away. Yep. That it was sent from New Mexico, but not Roswell. Mm-hmm. So, road trip. Road trip. Girls trip. Yeah. I'm not sure they're seeing it that way. <laughs> yeah. <no. laughs> fun. I mean, they do make time for some fun so, and, like, go to a Nelly Furtado concert. So, they sure you know. do. <laughs> yeah, so I think I think they're at Maria's at this point uh, when Getting they're, like, packed. about to leave. That makes sense. They're ready to leave, and Michael shows up, and Liz, like, you know, gives some shitty lie about <laughs> Alex's grandmother. She's so bad at lying. She's so bad at lying. Uh, but whether or not she's bad at lying, Michael sees through it, and uh, he just wants to help. Yeah, he's like, I'm not going to tell Max, you know, like... I just care, like, if it's dangerous, I'm going to protect you. Yeah. You know, first sign of danger, call me. Mm-hmm. He's just, like, being supportive and loving. Yes. Good job, Michael. Yeah. We appreciate you, bud. Best boyfriend. And he does precisely that. He doesn't tell Max. Because I think in the next scene, we're mm-hmm. uh, at school in the hallway. Yeah. And he tells Max he doesn't know where they are. Yeah. Because Max, obviously, keeping tabs and notices they're not in school. Mm-hmm. So where where could they be? Got to be in control of everything. King Max. Yeah. And then um, turns out Isabel is still using her powers to have some fun. Mm-hmm. And fucked with Max's yearbook. <laughs> yes. And I think it he, like, thinks it's everybody's yearbook. Yeah. Yeah. Until Michael's like, oh, yeah, my picture's bad, too. Like, Michael doesn't even look twice and realize that something is wrong in... Max is yearbook. He's just like, yeah, my picture's shit too. Like, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and Isabel and Kyle are like, you know, <laughs> giggling in the corner. <laughs> yeah. And then we get some nice b-ball time with the boys. Yeah. B-ball court. Yeah. Because that's the only place we can talk about our emotions is while we're playing the sports ball. Is, <laughs> is that how men work? Three-pointer. Yeah. Uh, layup. Sport. Alley-oop. <laughs> I don't know what any of those things, right? Sure. I think that's like a basketball thing. Sure. Sure it is. Kobe. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Like, since when do they play basketball? I mean, it's, they've. Have they seen them? I don't feel like we've seen them play basketball. There's that, like, weird time in season one where Michael is watching the Evans family all play basketball together. Oh, yeah. Yep. And I think there's then like maybe a picture of the family together that's surrounding the basketball time. 
But yeah, I don't think we've seen Max and Michael okay. hang out and play b-ball no, together. But hey, fair. Like, whatever. Yeah. But, and we learned that, like, uh, alien sex is, like, that your orgasm lasts for, like, an hour? Yeah. Pretty much? That's what I'm getting Max from that? says hot alien sex. Yeah. And they don't call it an orgasm, but he says he has a floating hot electric energy for an hour. And he says it so, like, nonchalantly. Yeah. Like, oh, lasts uh, about an hour. Yeah. Oh, no big deal. And he's like, it's a lot like human sex, except the point of culmination. Yeah. And, like, Michael doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah. That, yeah, that whole, that's just wild. Like, was that necessary? No. For, like, to put into the story? No. Not at all. <laughs> but, Okay. But what we do, we do get some nice little exposition here that like Tess knows from living and growing up with Nacedo that uh, an alien pregnancy only lasts a month. So she doesn't have a whole lot of time. She's going to be showing soon. Yeah, In like a week, a few days. Yeah. Maybe a week and a half. And it's funny because he's like. What what kind of complication? Well, the only thing I could think of is like if you got test pregnant, but no, you you're too smart to do that. Like before Max even gets a chance to yeah. tell him. Nope. Not not too smart for that. No, it's he's right. Like you should be smart. Mm-hmm. Have they never heard of condoms? Nope. Apparently not. Like just wear a condom, dude. I don't like in this scene there's this like sort of double standard energy like Michael is like, you can tell her what to do. You, this is dangerous for all of us. You tell her what to do. You're the king. And Max is just like, oh, well, that means she's the queen. Like, so, like, so she has just as much say as you do. Like, you don't act that way with your sister, who is a princess, or with Mm -hmm. your best friend, who is like the head of your military, like, who are also important people in your life. It's... It's kind of weird. Like, I see a change in Max in this episode. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like he's starting to, like, realize things as, I don't know, maybe, like, all this stuff is making him grow up faster. But, like, and I feel like for me, this this season is the start of it. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, Michael is, like, mad and kind of blaming Tess. Mm -hmm. You know? Uh, and, And Max says he's, like... I don't have a choice. Like, I can't tell her what to do. You know, like, this is her choice. Mm -hmm. Which is true. Your body, your choice. And I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not his body. Yeah. It just surprises me. I mean, I do appreciate that very much. it's very different than all his, like, bossing everyone else around. Yeah. It's like, the yeah, very double standard with how bossy he is with everybody else's life to then you know, just a complete 180 with Tess, but... Um, but I do see him, like, and and I'll talk about it, like, in, in coming scenes, mm-hmm. but, like, there is some, like, growth and, like, I don't know, like, accountability that I'm starting to see from Max, at least in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, like, what are they talking about? Like, could she even get an alien abortion? Like, who of them knows how to abort an alien fetus? <laughs> what, they're just going to go to the Planned Parenthood? Why not? Like, they won't even go get her a sonogram. Yeah. And they're just going to go get an abortion? Yeah, no, I mean, they can't. Yeah, it's just like, what are you guys talking about? About, like, choices, like, that it has to, like, not continue. I just, you know, logistically seems not really feasible. Mm -hmm. And then we're at University of New Mexico, Las Cruces. Um, How do they know which exact room? I highly doubt that Derek would be able to tell that. He could tell, like, that it was, you know a network at that school, but not which dorm room. Yeah, I mean, maybe he's a really good hacker. I don't know. Yeah, I doubt it. (laughs) Uh, But we do find out that Alex was going by the name of Ray and that he Mm -hmm. never left his room and ate Thai food for all of his meals. Yep. (laughs) Which I love Thai food, but I think I'd get tired of it if I ate it for every meal. I, yeah, same. So, like, I could eat it for, like, a bunch of meals in a row, mm-hmm. just, like, different things off the menu, and then I would, and then I'd be done. Yeah. Yeah, and this guy that, this, like, student that they're talking to, uh, is talking about how weird Alex seemed, mm-hmm. how weird Ray was, and that he, like, did see him out of the room one night, and, uh, and that he didn't even acknowledge his presence at all. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, we find out that uh, University at Las Cruces has a supercomputer. Fun. Mm-hmm. Cool. Supercomputers can do lots of stuff. Yeah. So then we go to a location we haven't seen in a while, mm-hmm. into the pod chamber. Yes. Max brought the book because he's looking for uh, answers about alien babies, essentially. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, what to expect when you're expecting. What to expect when you're expecting an alien. Yeah. Oh, is that the book, you think? Is that the just the uh, alien translation of what to expect when you're expecting? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and again, he's like, this is my child, too, but... But this is your decision, mm-hmm. which I appreciate. And then she's immediately just like, oh, I'm, I'm having this baby. I'm having it. I'm keeping it. Like She like interrupts him yeah. before he even finishes, which like it's her decision. Yeah. Um, and he says, OK. <laughs> I, that's not what I was hoping you'd say, but OK. Yeah. But I do think like I do think he deserves to like have some time and space to process. Oh, absolutely. This and what it means and everything. Yeah. That, you know. Yeah, and then something weird happens, and Tess is, like, in pain. Mm-hmm. She says, Max, the baby. Oh, and then there's a creepy little glowy baby hand coming oh out God, of her what? uterus. So weird. So weird. <laughs> and Max, like, has this connection thing with it. Mm-hmm. He puts his hand up to the weird glowy hand. And now they know they're having a boy. Better than a sonogram. They know it's a boy. Also, like, I'm not sure what this means, but I do think I want to point out that, like, this isn't the first time we have seen a glowing handprint on someone's belly. Mm-hmm. But, like, the other times it's been from healing someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, I'm not sure what that means, but just, like, I don't know. Felt like it was worth pointing out. So, you know, naturally we go... Back to University of New Mexico and see Nelly Furtado yeah, on the stage. Absolutely. Let's do it. Nobody cool performed at my college. We had some cool people at my college. I think Janelle Monet came to my school. Whoa, cool. So I'm really confused about like what the temperature is here. Mm-hmm. And like maybe this is just like uh like nighttime in uh New Mexico thing, but like Nelly Furtado is wearing a tank top. Mm-hmm. And Maria and Liz are wearing, like, sweaters, maybe jackets. Yeah, they're, like, wearing jackets. Yeah, Liz is wearing so that is ugly tapestry here? jacket again this episode. So. Oh, is she? Yeah. Oh, the grandma jacket. Yeah. And I love grandma fashion, oh, me too. some of it, but not that jacket. I remember this fashion, though, that Nelly Furtado is wearing. Like, I oh, yeah. definitely dressed like that in, like, the very baggy pants with, like, a slim, like, like a tank top, hair in the little buns. That <laughs> is very 2000. I definitely dressed like that in high school. And these two are so cute, just like dancing. Mm-hmm. But then Liz sees Leanna. Yeah. There she is. Or like the one we know as Leanna. Yeah. Just also chilling, watching Nelly Furtado. And Maria recognizes that like this feels kind of dangerous and wants to call Michael. Mm-hmm. Which I appreciate. But Liz doesn't give a shit and just wants to follow Leanna. Yeah. Because Liz has a one-track mind. But luckily, I mean, either Michael is following them or Maria does call Michael and he's nearby because he does show up shortly. Yeah, he's like just right there suddenly. Like right after they lose Leanna behind a bus. Yeah. Oh, another one of... uh kyle and isabel's antics yes <laughs> we go to a classroom one more prank before we're done oh i love it yeah it's just manipulating the molecular structure of uh the ground of Max's or his shoes, shoes or, or both, both just to yeah connect them uh so does that mean like she also caused the fire drill no, Kyle, Kyle pulled the alarm. Oh, Kyle pulled There's it. There's like okay. a little, a I didn't little see that. clip of like Kyle with like a little like, eek, like a little devilish grin on his face and he pulls the alarm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. Love to see it. You know, I think Max just like needs to be taken down a notch. A, Agreed. A step. Whatever the saying is. Yeah. And yeah, he looks so mad. I wrote in my notes, he looks, all caps, big mad. And there's this, like, intense eye contact between them. Mm -hmm. Yes, there is. As he's just, like, stuck to the floor. (laughs) Trying to keep his cool with the teacher. Yeah, be like, oh, I'm coming, I'll be right there. 
Let me just pack up my books before this fire drill. Um, Liz is harassing yet another nerd, uh, Mm -hmm. trying to convince another nerd to help her. And this nerd is more than willing to also help her. Yep. um, And figure out what our friend Ray was doing on the supercomputer. And I wish, like, hacking into other people's projects was as easy as just typing in requesting source material. Yeah, what? (laughs) I mean, it seems like there would be, there would have been more protections in place, especially, like knowing that things were locked on, like, Alex's home computer that he wouldn't expect anyone else to be going into, but then working on, like, a communal public workspace at the school and nothing is, like, firewalled or password protected or anything. But, you know, whatever. So, at the Valenti's, um, I just hate this. (laughs) I just hate it so much. Uh, (laughs) Max being like, well, since you're pregnant, we should get a place of our own. It's like, no, you're still children. All the reasons that you weren't already living alone. Yeah. They still apply. You know? And you'll have another mouth to feed. So, like, perhaps, even if you don't feel like you can live with your parents, Max, because they don't know the whole truth about you, Valenti does know the whole Mm -hmm. truth about you that you're aliens. So he can continue to be a supportive supportive adult figure for you children. Yeah, no, it was, it's, I just, like, I just hate it. Yeah. But I guess the point of this scene really is just to show us that, like, in terms of thinking about their future, mm-hmm. Max is thinking Earth future and Tess is yeah. not. Yeah. Tess is like, no, I want to go home. Like, I'm seeing our future as being there. Mm-hmm. Which is like, you know, that's always been a big difference between her and Max and Isabel and to a certain extent, Michael. You know, that she's all yeah. she was raised by Nacedo with mm-hmm. this vision that they would return to their home planet, whereas the other three were just raised as Earthlings. Yeah, totally. It's like 100% the way they were raised. That is the difference. Um, Back to the supercomputer. Mm-hmm. And Maria and Michael show up because they were looking into other stuff. They found out that uh, Leanna, her name is actually Jennifer Coleman. Mm-hmm. They found her. She's a track star. Yep. And Michael wants to leave. Yeah. Michael's like, it it isn't safe. And Michael, like, demands that they leave. Mm -hmm. All the boys want to be in control. What's up with that? But we have girls in this show who, like, won't take shit from, you know, like. Yes. So uh, she's just like, you cannot tell me what to do. Yeah. You know, just period. You can't tell me what to do. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the su- the supercomputer and the super nerd managed to find the source material that they were working from, yep. and uh, it looks a lot like um, that alien language in that book that Max is trying to decode back in yep. Roswell right now. So maybe everyone needs to like mend some broken fences. Totally. So he also can tell us a few things. He can say that mm-hmm. what Alice is working on was trying to decode it. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, did he decode it? And so uh, also that the results were deleted mm-hmm. and that it was mailed to Jennifer slash Leanna. Mm-hmm. So these are all important things. So we still don't know how she's involved, but that she definitely is and wasn't just some random person that was photoshopped into an image with Alex. Yeah. And then we keep just going back and forth. Mm-hmm. To Las Cruces and Roswell. So back in Roswell, it's funny, we were just looking at the language on the supercomputer, and then we cut directly yeah. to the book and seeing the language again in the book. Mm-hmm. So that was a cool transition. And Tess, like, goes to get a soda and then uh, drops glass and is yeah. not okay. And uh, Max runs into Safer, and the sound effects for Max's vision sound like something out of a horror movie to me. They are, <laughs> there's like weird, like baby cryy noises and like, like weird noise. Like, it's just, I did not, I did not like the high quality sound on my TV for these <laughs> sound effects. Yeah, it's not pleasant. It definitely like, like sounded scary. Yeah, I mean, which... They're trying to convey that, like, it is scary. This baby is dying. Yeah. But yeah, they 
did a good job then with those sound effects, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So it's a the it's an atmosphere thing. Mm-hmm. So the baby can't survive on Earth. Um, so we better find a way to get back to that home planet. Mm-hmm. So back to Las Cruces again. <laughs> they went to Jennifer's room. Her roommate, Bonnie, her name's Bonnie. Oh, nice. Is like, oh, Jennifer had to go home. Like something about her grandmother or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Here's where I pause for a second to tell you that Bonnie was uh-huh. in Buffy. What episode? I stupidly did not write down her name. <laughs> I wrote down her character's names, but not the actress. Not the actress. It's Lauren something. She was in, I think, just one episode of Buffy. She played Nancy Doyle, who was (gasps) like an uptight girl. Yes. And do you know what episode? I haven't Uh, even told you, like, the context. Nancy Doyle is... uh, The name is familiar, though. Darn it. So she was sitting next to Buffy in, like, a literature class. Yes. And she when Buffy was, like has the answer, uh, the uh, out of sight, out of mind. I mean, no, 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 not no. I'm earshot. You're thinking of yeah, yeah. I was gonna say earshot. you're thinking of the right episode. You're just coming yes. up with the wrong I name. Just, yeah. I always yeah, yeah. yeah. The one where exactly, she can read minds. That's exactly what yes. it is. Yeah, awesome. Nancy Doyle is the girl whose mind she's reading, so she gets the answers faster, and then Nancy's nice. pissed. Nice, awesome. and that's who Bonnie is. I was like, and I wasn't even like I said, like I wasn't even. Uh, like, oh, this girl was in Buffy. I was just like, she looks she so familiar. familiar. Like, what do I know her from? And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it was that episode of Buffy. Nice. And the second I saw it, I was like, yes, that's where I know her from. So I did, for all of the bad lying that Liz tends to do, um, she really, like, thinks on her feet pretty good here. And she it's sure like, does. You know, they have a good plan. Like, oh, well. Maria also. Yeah, maybe she left behind these physics physics notes for me, and then Liz Mm -hmm. just goes for it and lets Maria handle the distraction. Yeah, she was, like, saying no. She was like, oh, wait, uh, but but most people, like, if you just don't listen to them saying no, aren't actually going to do much. Like, she didn't know what to do. She's not going to, like, physically grab them and kick them out. So they're just like, oh, uh, let's go right in. And Maria... Maria kills it with the, like, lying and the distracting yeah. and, like, she just keeps talking. Yeah. And just, like, kind of physically, physically blocks She's, like, blocking her, her entrance. Yeah. Like, yes. Good, good team playing on all of their part, getting this done. They did a really good job. It was, mm-hmm. like, just the two of them, really. Michael was there, but the, yeah. the awesome stuff was just Liz and yeah. Maria. And so they find these papers and they're like, okay, Bye. And, like, run right out of there. Yeah, they're, like, going through the uh, papers, and the only one that looks interesting is this one from Open Sky Property Management. Yeah, a rental receipt for a property near Las Cruces. Maybe Mm -hmm. we should go check it out. What do you think? So they do, and it's, like, a dirty, run-down, creepy building. Mm Mm-hmm. Except there's a room with a computer and an alien bomb a crazy pyramid alien floaty bomb yep like it was a trap yeah but michael thank god he came yeah, yeah. thank goodness he, like, because he saved both of their lives he mm-hmm. saved all of their lives by like yeah. throwing it out the window and thank god yeah. nobody was out there yeah <laughs> it's like could have been like the mailman <laughs> i don't think the mail is the mailman is delivering mail to that house anymore i'm pretty sure I'm think you're yeah I think you're right about that <laughs> whatever <laughs> um but also like uh Michael finds like a crystal dildo uh-huh yep that is what I wrote <laughs> in my notes certainly a crystal dildo yep um but also they uh they find the translation of the of the alien book I was gonna they now say have wouldn't be a WB show without a crystal dildo yep very true (laughs) but more importantly yeah yeah. whatever more importantly (laughs) um the translation of the book which is Mm -hmm. huge that is like such a big deal yeah and then straight to tess sweating in bed yeah and max stressing that he can't read the book that you know if he wasn't 
such an asshole to the other people in his life, mm. maybe they would call him right away and let him know that they found exactly what he was looking for instead of just trying to do everything on his own and not letting people in. This is another scene where, like, I feel like he is starting to grow and, like, see the ways in which he was mistreating people. Because mm-hmm. he basically says to her, he's like, all this time I thought of you as this person that would always wait for me. Yeah. You know, being like, I didn't appreciate you. I took mm-hmm. you for granted. You know, that he's, like, taking accountability for that and realizing, like, it is shitty. You can't treat people that way. Mm-hmm. If someone likes you and will always be waiting for you, either tell them you're interested or that you're not. Yeah. And let them get on with their life. You can't have people on retainer. Which is exactly what he has done with her this whole year. Yep. But I, I do appreciate his, like, acknowledgement of this. Mm-hmm. And, like, apology, essentially. Yeah. And the crash down. We haven't really been to the crash down. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like this is the only time in this episode that we really are in the crash down. Yeah, I think it is. Kyle's, <laughs> like, brainstorming of uh, pranking <laughs> ideas has gone yeah. too far. Too far. <laughs> too far. Especially for, like, a prank for his sister to execute. Yes. Like, yes. she does not want to deal with her brother's testicles. Thank you. No. Thank you very much. Not in my wheelhouse. And uh, and Isabel says these pranks aren't really making her feel better anyway. So she's mm-hmm. ready to be done. But he just tries one last time <laughs> to bring Buddha into it. And she is not having it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not at all. She's like something about like, if you try to quote that fat bald man one more time Uh, and like i don't think this is fat phobic because like he is a fat bald man yeah uh so max is taking out the trash and is that what you call what he does taking out his anger on the trash cans (laughs) and his just frustration with everything i mean he starts out by trying to take out the trash but you know everybody reaches their breaking point and he's Mm -hmm. really kind of freaking out and Mm -hmm. luckily isabel is kind of over her prankster days for the moment, and she's able to kind of come to his rescue here and be the sister that he needed at the beginning of the episode that she was not willing and ready to be yet. Yeah. Well, and because she can see that, like, he is really hurting. Yes. And, like, when all is said and done, like, they're still siblings, they're still family, and she loves him. Yeah. Max could use a therapist, just saying. Just like every other person or human-alien hybrid... Could use a therapist. Yeah. All of us. We had some, remember, we had some very brief therapy at the beginning of the season. Yeah. But I don't think either he or Isabel kept up with it. They both probably could have used therapy this year. Yeah. Isabel's been through a lot also. <laughs> they can't be honest with their therapists, you know, which yeah. is like kind of defeats the purpose. Yes. Like it just, yeah, yeah. it won't work. So um, he tells Isabel that Tess is pregnant. Mm-hmm. She sits down with him in her long leather skirt. Yes. And I was like, can you, is it even possible to sit on the ground in a leather skirt like that? But She's worn that skirt a few times and I'm not into it. No, I don't it's like it. It's weird. And then she brings him to this bridge, reminds him of Bigfoot the guinea pig. <laughs> and yeah. how it snowed. Yeah. And she makes it snow for him. It's, it's so very sweet. sweet. Another example of how I think Max is growing and, like, starting Mm -hmm. to, like, see the people around him. Uh, When he says, like, your problems aren't nothing. They're important. Your life is important. I'm sorry for not realizing that. Yes. Yeah, I did really like this moment. Like, Max is going through some growth here. You know. Yeah, I I really think so. I think this episode is, like... Just, like, the from the beginning of the episode to the end of the episode, huge difference yeah. in Max. Well, he's going to be a dad, so he's got to stop acting like a child. Yeah, it's a lot of life-changing shit. Mm-hmm. And then right before the end of the episode, uh, we get Michael on, on his motorcycle. motorcycle. I'm, I like it. Ooh, Michael. To let them know that, you know, he, one, that he lied to them, and two, mm-hmm. that it was worth it because Maria and Liz uh, have found out some good shit yep and he says it's the way home we -hmm. can go home yeah and it's weird because like what is home you know like home is a familiar place Mm -hmm. 
a place where you live, where there's comfort, you know, like this is none of that. It's only home in that they have been told that they like originated there at one point. Yeah. It's almost like me saying Italy is home because I am of Italian heritage, even though I've never lived there. Yep. It's weird. And like, I understand also like wanting to know that part of your heritage. Mm -hmm. If you're like an alien and only know (laughs) humans. Only know Earth, you know. Yeah. But, uh, Home, I just, that word makes me feel things about them calling it that. Yeah, yeah, a place they've never been. And and for the most part, don't have memories of. Yeah, they know, like, almost nothing about it. Yeah. Also, like, can their hybrid forms, like, survive there? Who you knows? Know? Who kn- I mean, it's obviously a very... A very different atmosphere if the baby that seems to yep. be perhaps fully alien cannot mm-hmm. survive in our atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll just have to... We've only got, what, two episodes left of this season? So we'll just have to wait and see what happens, listeners. Oh my God. It's really all... The, the shit is all yeah. hitting the fan. If you are watching the series for the first time along with us, it's about to get real. Yeah. Can we say that? <laughs> Yeah, it kind of feels like all these episodes are, like, to be continued. Like, mm-hmm. I, it didn't yeah. say it, I don't no, think. No, but it's, yeah, but they are really building on each other now at this point in the season. Whew. So, do you have um, thoughts for a hot and saucy pick this week? Like, not even. <laughs> now let's see who's hot and saucy. I think my hot and saucy pick just is Kyle, period. <laughs> just is Kyle. Kyle. For this whole episode, he was super saucy. It's not yeah. all that hot for him to, like, invade this uh, playmate's dream. But, um, no, just, like, him bringing Isabel the, the coffee and, you know, Kyle's just hot. And there was a lot of sauciness with all these pranks. Yes, there was. Um, my pick for, I was about to say, well, my pick will just be Michael through this whole episode, but it's not Michael who through this whole episode because he does get kind of like aggressive and handsy with Liz at one point. So I'm not here for that. But when he offers to help them and tells them that he tells the girls that he won't tell Max and he just wants to make sure they're safe. I think that is like solid boyfriend material and oh, then at the end it. when he shows up on a micro motorcycle on a microcycle <laughs> on a microcycle <laughs> when he shows up on the motorcycle that's just hot <laughs> yeah thanks for joining us we'll be back in two weeks on tuesday july 20th with season two episode 20 off the menu Follow us on all social media, including TikTok now at Roswell Hot Sauce. And as always, you can find show notes and more information about us on our website at www.roswellhotsauce.com or shoot us an email if you have anything interesting to share with us at roswellhotsauce at gmail.com. Pass the Hot Sauce is produced and edited by Ashley Hullett. Our theme music is by David Belcourt and our logo was designed by Billy Murray. Until next time, remember... This is a private gym.